Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, um, whatever time of day it is when you're listening. Uh, thank you for listening, and let's uh, jump in. I think I'm going to have a bias towards Olivia. One, she's very nice to us. I will say, like, of all the Southern Charm people in our DMs, um, I'd say Olivia, Craig, and Madison, top three. Austin, too. I mean, Austin In person been... more. Austin's not as DM. He doesn't DM us as much. Maybe because he knows we're married. He doesn't want to slide well, into the yeah, DM. Well, yeah, but he's responsive, I guess. I guess the Southern Charmers are responsive. Is yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. So I'm going in like I really like Olivia. She's a really sweet person. Um, So I might have a little bit of a bias, but I just feel like this is terrible. Like the fact that Taylor is acting as if like, well, I mean, she technically wasn't with Austin at the time. Girl, you're telling her to get back together with him. Like it is like so it's so twisted and so messed up. And truthfully, in this scenario, in this situation, and we'll get to Shep later i genuinely mainly feel bad for her i feel like yeah. shep it's kind of like karma in a way i agree like well also shep shep has broken a lot of hearts and we've seen it like we've seen how he gets over girls quickly so i think it's more like yeah we know you're like we know your game we don't know that about olivia like i don't know if she's just going through guys left and right but it doesn't really seem like it the thing about this too and watching it it's like okay Taylor, honey, how do you tell a friend and say you're having conversations about being in a relationship and yeah. think that people are dumb enough to think that nothing happened between you? That like one plus one is not equal. Like this yeah. is not math ain't math. Like that does not make sense. You do not have a conversation about maybe we should pursue this if you haven't test <laughs> test driven the car. My analogies are horrible right now. I, no, I love your analogies. But, it makes me laugh so hard. But, um, right? Like it doesn't make sense. No. And it just, I think she's trying to make herself feel better by being like, well, I came to her with this and I can see her at the reunion being like, well, I would have told you more, but the way you reacted from what I told you in the beginning wasn't what I thought. It's so wasn't what I thought. And so I felt like I couldn't trust you. I think I can already see the way Taylor is going to play this. And I just don't think there's any way you can justify it. The way that she was like, Taylor was still talking about Shep, how much she like had feelings for him, how much she felt like she was screwed over by him. And Olivia's there being your support and picking up the pieces and then telling you the same thing about how she doesn't understand why Austin was like, basically like, give me another chance, give me another chance while she was away in California. And so then she comes back, gives him another chance. And then like, all of a sudden he changes his mind. Uh, hello. Like she's not like, she's going to put it together. Taylor, you were in his head, in his ear. He's thinking about this. Like, I don't, I just, I really, I have a hard time justifying anything that Taylor's doing. Other than that, she just says she was just so hurt. She was looking for comfort anywhere and she thought she could get it with Austin. Even then it's a stretch, but I might say you were in, um, you weren't dickmatized, but what's like, you were just. Kind of. I mean, yeah. kind of dickmatized. And like Leva said, you don't just accidentally fall on a dick. <laughs> like, no, and 
<laughs> don't accidentally sleep over at his house and have conversation. And that's innocent. But then we have conversations on whether we should date or not. Like, whoa, this is. It's not the same. I do want to call out because some people have asked um, if this, how this is this like a Scandaval point two. I think it's completely different than Scandaval. I think Scandaval was a whole nother level of betrayal. I think this is messy in the sense that. Yes, they were all broken up and incestuous and there's lying, but I do not feel like this is the same level of betrayal a la Tom Sandoval, Ariana, and Rachel. Do you agree there with were that? Some, yeah, I completely agree. I think there's some, there's definitely some commonalities. You know, Taylor is kind of like the Rachel in this situation. Um, Shep, even on Watch What Happens Live, um, was like somebody was saying like, have you ever thought about Olivia and he was like, no, no, I couldn't do that or something. And he was like, I don't want to be scan of all 2.0 guys. Like it was, he was kind of funny about it, but no, I think um, Olivia and Austin, were they ever really official? I mean, I know there were feelings I know, but like, it, it's not like dating someone for 10 years, buying a exactly. house together, writing a book. It, it's just like, they just barely like were dating. So yeah. it's completely different in that sense. Let's talk about this party. I, I kind of agree with Vanita. I was laughing. She's like, it's Charleston. Why are we having an opera ski party? I was so confused. But I will say it gave us Mojo Dojo Casa House. Shout out Howell Backcards. Best, best meme of the week. I just, it was like dying watching him. And if you really did go shirtless, I was like, oh my God, he had no idea. I don't recall like the timing when this, I don't think it was before the, no, it would definitely. It would have been, yeah, it was way before. So Way before the Barbie movie came out, but I just was laughing because it was very. (laughs) It was very Mojo Dojo Casa House. And I loved that on um, Halibut Cards, you guys follow her, go buy her cards. She's not only one of our favorite people, but just insanely talented and so hilarious. Um. Someone commented, he's commented, he's just Craig with a K and that killed me. Oh, (laughs) like that was just so good. And I hope, I hope Craig leans into it. Sometimes Craig gets a little, he's sensitive and he gets a little like insulted by some of the things that really aren't that big of a deal. Like they are just like a funny joke. And so I hope he leans into this. And I feel like Paige would call him out. Like, I think they should be Barbie and Ken though for Halloween. She would kill it. He has the the jacket. He has the fur. (laughs) They come track monsters, Inc. Like whatever he's got it. So that made me laugh. But um, I can't believe that Olivia went to this party. I give her credit for showing up and saying like, I basically like, I don't know how I feel yet, but I'm, I'm going to support you and your business efforts. Like that is a good friend. I, maybe I'm petty. I don't think I would have gone. I would have, I wouldn't have gone. I would have been like, fuck this. I'm not going. I would have told Rod to come over and make me a sandwich. But also (laughs) I think Olivia is like petty in a different way of like, I'm going to show my face. And like, I'm, I'm going to take the high road. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, when you go low, I go high type of energy. I would have gone low, but she showed up. The party is going on. I mean, so before, while they're there, Shep calls Shep and Taylor. Okay. Shep calls Austin and is like, what I hear like Taylor and Olivia talked. He like brushes it off. Like that was more so like about feelings and things. He gets the truth from Olivia. Olivia. And then eventually the guys leave the party to go over and meet up with Whitney and Austin. Can we give Craig drinking. another like messy Craig is peak this season in the best way possible, forcing 
Shep to go over to Whitney's, knowing Whitney and Austin are drunk, knowing Shep is drunk. Like, he's like, I think you guys just need to talk it out. And he was like, you're making a decision now. You're coming. Come on. And like, bringing Madison in was great, too, because, you know, she's just going to be like, fuck you, Austin. Popcorn, like, just the popcorn, yeah. like watching. Like, I was dying at Madison. She's like, I have credit. Can I ca- I call this yeah. out? Yeah. She saw it. I mean, it was just very comedic. Yes, Messy Craig is moving the story along. He is getting involved in like the right way in the right pieces. But man, so those two have that conversation and we are left with a to be continued, which Again. I honestly feel we haven't had too many. We needed like, it. Recently. The last one was a to be continued. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, but I'm okay with it, honestly, because I do feel like we are on a bit of a cliffhanger. And I think they like to use to be continued when they don't want to show you previews for the next week. I think that's Bravo's move. Ah, good. Look at you putting mm. the pieces together. I figured but, it out after but, 15 years. Five, so many years of watching Bravo. But essentially, Shep is like, did you guys hook up or not? And Austin says, define hooking up. Which means a P didn't go in a V, but a P might have gone in an M. A P was touched. There was making out. They played. There was definitely good touch, bad touch happening. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, yeah, I'm just, for some, I mean, this is bad. I have a visual of this happening in my head. And it definitely was not an OTPHJ over the pants hands job. Olivia, or not Olivia, Taylor was in the pants. Oh, yeah. She definitely was in the pants. I definitely, something was happening between those two. So we will see. I'm, I want to know where Shep, in Austin stand today. I mean, you mentioned the watch what happens live appearance. So we'll, we can talk about more of that on our headlines episode, but I'm curious about where they go from here. I kind of, so I don't know what it is about Shep. I want to like him. He's very likable. Um, but then he does shitty things. And we've been watching, I'm not excusing any of his behavior. And there's a, a, we could go off camera stuff. Like there's a lot we could discuss. There is something about him. I don't know what it is that I want to like him. And I kind of like that, like this season, he's a little bit, I don't want to say victim, but he's not, he's not the one who's at most at fault. And I'm kind of glad that we're having a shift. I mean, it's like what Craig said. He's like, you got me feeling bad for Shep. Like, how did this happen? This is crazy. So I'm with you with that with Shep. Something funny, um, anecdotally that I want to share. I listened to Radio Andy. Andy was having a conversation about Shep and he's like, I was having talking to Shep and was saying how he would make a really great gay guy. <laughs> and he actually he, would basically in the sense of having lots of hookups without yeah, the emotional yeah. attachment was what Andy was saying. And it was just like funny to hear him. He loves those guys and he always has fun poking fun at them. But I just thought that was funny. I think he loves those guys because they are in on the joke too. And they let Andy give him a hard time and they don't take it personally. And some of the other house husbands and housewives aren't as okay with that. Like, I think maybe what makes Shep likable is he'll call out like, yeah, I'm kind of a dick and I don't have to work. You know, like, I think it's like, oh, well, you you're owning your privilege, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Well, before we get into Orange County, something else that doesn't have to be hard and difficult. Let's talk about feeding your kids because it can be daunting. 
and we can have little Austin's running around, not wanting to eat the food that you're given, giving, given them. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy meal time and snack time for your baby, toddler, big kid delivered right to your door. Yes, you heard that right. You can have Little Spoon in your life for years to make mealtime healthy, tasty, and easy. They have so many different options for you. I think as a working mom, for me, this is such a time saver. Nothing I hate more is than coming home and thinking, fuck, what am I going to feed my kids? So they have baby blends, bitables, which are transitioned to table, early finger foods, plates, which are just meals, think hidden veggie mac and cheese, Lunchers, think of old school favorites with new school standards. Their brand new lunchers are healthier and build it yourself. So think of like back in the day when you'd have those easy cheesy pizza and the chicken dunkers and chicken nacho dips that you could take to school. They have also a variation of snacks. They have dipsters, a classical classic dippable treat, veggie loops, chickpea based crunchy snacks, and some delicious flavors, fruit rippers, a peelable fruit snack. Um, oat bakes, smoothies, they've honestly have it all, and they're made with the cleanest and highest quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge freezer. I pick the menu and change up what I order every time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. Um, Abuela and Abuelo Love It is a huge win, win-win for my family, and it can be yours too. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com slash realmoms and enter code realmoms at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N.com slash realmoms and enter code realmoms for 30% off at checkout. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. OC. Um I I agree with you. I saw your note about that. I loved this set. Literally the coolest set I think I've seen and I it was amazing. I just thought it looked very like elevated. Like it elevated yeah. the stage. I know their production team does such amazing jobs like recreating certain trips or memorable moments from the season, but this to me was like the simplicity in it, I loved yes. it. Yes, and the sand, and I, I loved it. I think it was just very cool. It's something they hadn't done before. Um, I, I want. I noticed Vanessa, you have a little shade you'd like to throw out, though. I mean, the lighting. So because it was so like, I felt like Uber HD because of the clarity of the ocean in the background and the lighting behind it. It did not do some of the women favors. Shannon, I'm talking to you. Um, it definitely showed everything a little bit more than some previous reunions. Gina, also the tanner and the green highlighter. It just didn't do the women. It wasn't like quality hotel lighting. You know, the only one who I think looked good. You know who I'm going to say? Tamara? No. Who do I love more than anybody? Oh, Emily. <laughs> I, but I do think that that orange actually was very like flattering on her. I also think Emily has a darker, like more olive tone so that like she doesn't have to do 
If she does get a spray tan, it does not look orange on her. I mean, yeah. I think all the other women looked great except to me, Shannon and Gina, like those up close shots. Um, Jen, that yeah. that cape was very unflattering. It made her look like a football player. And she has a great, like, I don't want to say like physique, but she's, I think she could have picked yeah. much better choices. Show off those arms, girl. I mean, yeah. You are I a mean, Pilates yoga instructor. Yeah. Show those arms off. Let's talk about Tamara and Jen. So we get right into it. We get to the Olympic. Um, I'm just bringing that up on purpose because we something- haven't said. We haven't said, yeah, flaccid wiener in a while. So I'm we glad that we get to bring it back. Yeah. We get to bring it back up. Um, I, okay. So I thought it was interesting. A couple of things in their conversation and exchange is that Tamara was like, I did not bring her on the show. I did not bring her on the show. She kept saying that. Yeah. But it was like interesting because the beginning of the show, this it was is like, my friend Jen. Exactly. Yeah. She was like the glue. So she's I don't claiming know the- that like they weren't close. And that Jen had already been talking to casting for like a couple of years. I think Jen knew she, or Tamara knew she was in the running and was like, I'm going to use her as a friend coming in early. I don't know if she brought her on though. Yeah. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. is what I'm going to say about that. But I do feel like Tamara's takedown of Jen backfired in a couple different ways in the sense that Jan actually stood up to her. Um, and she also in her passiveness just was like, okay with her situation. I do appreciate Emily being like, I'm very confused about the like dick pic. And we never got to the bottom of that. So I do actually believe, um, I think a dick pic was sent to someone. I don't think it was, they were about to go on a date. They were on an airplane. They were whatever it was. Like, I think, I think he'd actually, I don't know if he intended to send it to a person, but I think he actually did send a dick pic, um, of like my lengthy misses you. Um, her, the fact that she keeps changing her story leads me to believe that like it actually he got caught. But what I thought was the most interesting and I didn't I don't know if I just forgot about this with time or what. But so Tamara kept calling Jen a cheater and Jen then was like, you're a cheater. And she's like, I've been with my husband for 14 years. And she was like, no, you were with Simon when you started dating Eddie. And I was like, I like don't remember this. So I wanted to Google a little bit. and so. I found an article that goes back to 2010. So this isn't like all of a sudden Simon's coming out of the woodwork, but um, in a interview in 2010, Tamara's then, and this is from all about the truth, um, their blog uh, in 2010, Tamara's then a strange husband now ex Simpson, which I think they meant Simon Barney alleged that he was having, she was having an affair with his friend, Eddie judge. I walked in and saw Tamara with a friend of mine, Eddie Judge, Simon told Radar Online in 2010. I saw them holding hands and acting like a couple. As soon as Tamara saw me, she let go of his hand and walked away. I went up to Eddie and asked if he's bleeping my wife, and he didn't say a word. He continued, my wife told me she was in Los Angeles. I ran into her in Las Vegas with my friend Eddie, our mutual friend. I come to find out they've been with each other. I guess this has been going on since December. Not only did she cheat with her ex-boyfriend, but now with... Eddie, what a piece of shit. I don't understand that piece of it. But I, I guess she... Now, I will say that their marriage was terrible. So it could have been like Horrible. it was loveless for years. But it's the same thing that Jen is saying. It, that Jen was saying, I was in a loveless marriage. It was over for years. We didn't make it officially over. But I was not like 
romantically, emotionally connected with my husband at the time that I met Ryan. And so I just find this is Tamara's thing that she does. Like she loves to be like, well, if it happens, it's like statue of limitations for Tamara. If something happened five years ago, it doesn't matter. I never did it. And now I'm perfect. And I can judge everyone for doing the same thing. And I love that Jen called her out. Bravo. Detective Abby bringing in the receipts. Okay. So here's my thing. I think in a weird twisted way, I do feel like Tamara has good intentions for Jen and protecting her against Ryan. I think she's very triggered by Ryan and his shitty behavior. And I think she's like, and trying in all the ways to tell her, get away from this man. You're on the show. Something's going to come out and it's going to like ruin you. Like it's very twisted and it doesn't, her approach is messy and doesn't make sense. But I do feel like she it's trying. Well, this is why we love Tamara, though. Because, yes, she's messy and she stirs shit up. There's usually a little bit of truth to it. She does like to embellish things, for sure. But I do think Ryan probably has not been faithful to Jen. I think there's been lots of cases of him probably getting caught and Jen wanting to sweep it out of the rug. I do think Tamara, I agree with you. I think she her intentions are in the good, right spot. I think she is, like, wanting Jen to avoid marrying him i think she's like think about this before you get rid of your husband who probably still loves you that you could maybe go back to before you blow up your whole life and i think she looks at it as like she probably wishes she would have left simon a lot earlier Mm -hmm. exactly She thinks about vicky and brooks you know like all the times when she's seen these things happen with shannon she's like living it right now and so i think she's like she doesn't I think she's reflecting on what she did before and it didn't work and getting the person out of the relationship. So now she's going to try something new and she's just going to totally try to blow it up and make this guy look terrible because she tried kind of tried that with Vicky. It didn't work. So then she was just super supportive and Vicky, you know, it got her heart broke. Same thing's happening right now with Shannon and like, look at what a dark place Shannon's in. And I think she's like, can I avoid this happening to another friend? Yes. So it's very, her approach is very fucked up. And it's very throwing Jen under the bus. However, I do feel like she's like trying to say, Jen, look at all these red flags. Look at all these red flags. I'm putting it out there. There's more things that are going to come out because I put this out there because you're on a now a new level platform, like all the red flags. So I do think they have good intentions. Should we talk about um, (laughs) Shannon not remembering her stories? I mean, I did appreciate that they put a thing in there that said, like, this was filmed 10 days before Shannon was arrested. Because I do think it's, like, I think people might have forgotten. We knew it because we're psychos about this shit. But um, the fact that Shannon could not apologize. She's like, I told you at the pumpkin patch that I was sorry. And even Emily's like, you never acknowledged you said it at the pumpkin patch. You were mad at Jen saying she was bringing this up and that it was a lie. And so, like... I do think like some people are like, well, at the end of the day, you know, Gina did, you know, drive drunk. And I don't think Gina is saying like, I excuse my behavior or I didn't drive drunk, but saying you can't keep holding this over my head. And don't you dare say that my children were about to go in, like to child protective services. And I do like, I looked into it. Had she been arrested, the police would have called her husband. The only reason why child protective services would have been brought in is if there wasn't another legal guardian or like a next of kin available in that moment to come get the kids. But they would not have been in like foster care had had she been like arrested in that moment. I also don't think they would have like taken her away to jail. I think they would have just like served her with like a fine or something. But like, again, Shannon, apologize. Again, this is what makes me think that like I really worry that this is not 
that well, Shannon's recovery is not going to happen. Well, right and now. even before we like, I want to say more about Gina, but also the dick pic story, how she denied it. And like Emily and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Emily and Gina and even Tamara, they're all like, you said, <laughs> you said like, you all said these this. things. Yeah. You literally said all these things and you're playing dumb right now. So I do feel like when it comes to Gina, I was so proud of her. The veins, like, again, the lighting, you could see everything, but the vein <laughs> popping out of her neck, I was like, oh, my God, this girl is pissed. But justifiably so. I would have fucking oh. – I would have wanted to pull that bitch's hair out. I'd be like, you owe me an apology. The Funkin' Patch does not count. I agree with you with Emily. You did not even remember that you said it. So that's not a genuine apology. Yeah. And I don't understand why Shannon couldn't have just looked at her, seen that she was hurt. She has her own kids and just been like, I am so sorry. And I like I love how when she's like, keep yelling, Gina. And she's like, I will, because we're talking about my kids. Like, and I love that she said, I knew you were going to do this because this is who you are. Like, to me, that comment, I was like, yes, go, Gina. Because I think we all knew that Shannon was going to do this. And it it almost makes me more proud that she went that hard knowing everything that happened. That, like, because it's like, I think Shannon needs to fully understand the hurt that her drinking has caused people. And it's not just, it's not just Shannon. And so I appreciated Gina saying that. And then when she couldn't even say her kids, Andy was like, Oh, like, Oh my God, his face. And I was just like, yes, Gina, go. Like I was so proud of her. I literally have goosebumps right now. And even like Gina replaying the rehab comments and like the flashbacks and all the, it's just wild. What? Like that whole exchange was crazy. And did you notice that Tamara was like silent the whole time? I just found that very interesting. Everyone was. Everyone was, but I would have thought and hoped, and maybe it happens in part two, but I was waiting for Tamara to be like, apologize to her, like kind of looking at her and just calling her out on her shit. Um, I thought it was interesting that the rehab thing didn't come up though. I was surprised that Shannon didn't make a comment on that. And I wonder if maybe she did and they edited it out because it would have looked kind of bad if. Yeah, like absolutely. If, if they would have like she'd be like you are implying I need rehab and I don't, but um, yeah, I think I don't know if watching this back will be good or bad for Shannon. In some ways, I think it might be good for her to see like oh, like when I drink, I- I'm a very aggressive person and I say a lot of things and then I don't own up to it. Like I, I don't know, I, not everyone has that opportunity to see themselves like that. Yeah, and very maybe true. it could. It maybe could help her. I don't know. Absolutely. I just feel like she never takes accountability and ownership. And the fact that we've talked about this, that she's saying she's going to rehab because she's a perfectionist and she's like really tough on herself. I'm like, you're an alcoholic. Like that's what we need to be addressing. Well, and she hasn't even released a statement, which is crazy to me. We're going to talk about, I mean, Bravo cons coming up. She's on the panels as of right now. So it's like crazy to me that I would think, and granted, we don't have, we're not in PR, but we know enough about this world that I think we can figure some things out. I would think you'd want to put out a statement now, say what you've been doing, apologize. And so that way you give us viewers, get that out, let people kind of sink in. And then when it comes to BravoCon and you're making a first appearance, it's not. Well, you can have sense. You'll be like, people be sympathetic. Exactly. Right now, I don't think she's getting a lot of sympathy. Exactly. So I don't know. I think there's a little bit of both. I mean, I think some people are like, you know, we all make mistakes, whatever. But especially after last the part one. No, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's crazy. Let's talk about Heather. Let's talk about Heather. Um, I 
agree with you. I don't think anybody actually like listens to what Heather's saying. They just want a reason to not like her. It's I just feel I get very annoyed by everyone's fights. I think Heather has a certain way of talking. I do think she's like she she's condescending condescending at times and says stuff. But I do feel like in her mind, none of it's necessarily with ill intent. Like I don't feel like yeah, I don't feel like she was being malicious this season to deserve all this like backlash and hatred. I do feel like. And again, this is because she's one of my faves. I do feel like Emily tries to explain it to her and tell it to her. Like, even at the reunion, she was saying, like, do you think, like, you don't, like, see it the way we do because, like, you're just kind of a little bit, like, naturally defensive? And, like, and I think she was trying to get to the root of it. Like, I think Emily's trying to be like, how do I get through to you how you sound sometimes? Um, but I did, I did like that Gina... I felt like sometimes like, why are you defending her so much? But I think it's because she knew Heather was kind of at a point where like, she couldn't fight all of these battles on her own. Like I think when she said like, I scheduled my breakdown for two days from now, I think all the women ganging up on her, her husband having a stroke, that whole situation had to oh be my God, terrifying. That was crazy. That yeah. story. I didn't know it was that bad. I remember seeing that Terry had a stroke um, and strokes can range like in, it could be something like really small and like something's off. And then it, it like, you know, it usually it's okay. But the fact that like he was that like out of it and like it, running lucky. away and she had to chase him in an Uber. Like I mean, he's lucky story. that he didn't die. Exactly. Like it's yeah. terrifying, but I just, I'm like, y'all leave fancy. So she just, alone. yeah, she just had a lot going on. And so I do appreciate Gina being like, I'm, I'm going to be in your corner, like, you know, and I'm going to help you out a little bit of this reunion. Um, I mean, and also I think it's a good person it. to be in corner. I mean, she's fucking rich. I'm like, do you all hate her because she's rich? Like, I just don't understand. I mean, think about the trip she took Gina on. They flew in a PJ to New York. They stayed yes. in fancy ass hotels. Like, you know, I, don't know. I wouldn't be friends with someone just for that, but I don't, I wouldn't <laughs> mind perks. I mean, we, no, have, that's some, what I'm saying. we have some friends that there's perks and we're still friends with them. We would be friends with regardless of the perks. But the perks are nice. No, perks are nice. So, I mean, I don't know. Just leave Fancy Pants alone. I'm act. It gets me annoyed for her. <laughs> but all in all, great part one. Hopefully, it's not a part three. I don't know that. We I don't think we will three parts. So, no. hopefully, we just have go on to part two. Um, I'm curious. I'm also curious if. Shannon will do like a one-on-one interview with Andy, like a watch what oh, happens live. Like, or like what the countess did when they said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Teresa, like everyone yeah. who's gotten a headshot in some ways has done a one-on-one uh, with Andy. I honestly think it would do her, like it would be smart of her to do it. Personally. I do too. And I think Andy would actually help her. I could see him like almost like coaching her a little bit before, not giving her the questions necessarily, but be like, yes. Shannon, I want to do this to help you get a message out there to help you get some sympathy from viewers. Like, I don't want this to be the end of you. Okay. Think, and yes. Yeah. So Shannon Storms Bedore, if you or anyone in your camps listening, you're welcome for the free advice. Yeah. And if you don't take it, you're stupid because it's just like, hello. It just I'm trying to remember. Did We didn't take a picture with her at catch, but we did say hi to her, didn't we? We did. We saw her at catch. We saw with, everybody with John. at catch. I know. We saw. We talked to her. She was much taller than I expected her to be. It could have been the heels as well that she was wearing, but she was way taller. 
We didn't talk to her too much. I just remember we talked to Vicky more. And I wanted to talk to Vicky because I wanted to thank her for that video she sent me after I had Henry. Yes. Um, and she, like, remembered it. And then her son started talking to us. But, um, yeah, I was trying to remember. I'm like, I don't think we said much to Shannon. Um, but I remember she was there with John. She was trying to get, like, her table. And we're just, yeah, she was, Shannon. like, very frustrated. Yeah, yeah. she was very frazzled. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow. It was amazing. There's that little story for you guys. I don't think we'll have that this year. Um, but what we hopefully will have this year is a 1,000 reviews. We're getting so close. You guys know the drill. Um, thank you so, so much. So, if you haven't yet, please hit five stars. If you have, like, 30 seconds, um, a written review, it means so much to us. Um, and really just thank you guys too. I mean, I know this is a bit of a lofty goal and it feels like it's actually becoming attainable because of all of your support. So thank you guys so much and uh, have a great day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.